This is a Soulfire production. What's up, Kill Dog? I was so tired, and now I have a burst of energy. Well, I was not tired, but then I smoked some weed. Horrorby? <laughs> Marijuana. And now, um, I don't usually smoke this early, but I felt like it was a good idea for the show. A, I had an edible. G- given, given, oh, really? It's going to kick in halfway through the show, and this is going to be amazing. Um, But given the topic of today's show, I mean, makes sense. It suits us. Yeah. You know, I like to talk about body parts. I don't think I can't. No, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, I do on this show. Like what kind of body parts? We've gone through vulvas and penises and we talk about them. That's like a lot of our shows. Only penises and vaginas and vagina adjacent things. And And boobs. boobs. It's all sex organs. It's not like you talk about like body parts. Okay. You're not a fucking biologist. I'm not talking about teeth and. Fingers, Connor, you know, (laughs) fingers, maybe a little bit okay, (laughs) or a lot of it, depending on what kind of mood you're in. Um, whatever. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm talking about? I guess. Whatever. Anyway, keep the record straight here. Before we get into that. Um, I was thinking we could talk about last night. Um, I'm not leading this part of the conversation. Good sex. Connor over here. Have on your shirt. So, um, Uh, Okay, I want to talk about last night only because of one part of it. My orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Continue. Okay, and I want to talk about it because there's a lot of shame around women's orgasms. Uh, 100% disagree. I've never been ashamed of a woman's orgasm ever. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So... So many of my listeners from the Kelly show message me often, and we've had a few on this podcast where they're either shamed for how they come, they don't come easily enough or often enough, or it's weird when they do. And there's just a lot wrapped into it. And so I felt like it would be good to talk about my orgasm last night. We have mentioned it a few times that. I can come really hard. And oftentimes it accompanies, is this making you uncomfortable? No, it's good. Oftentimes it accompanies some sort of drug. So Molly or weed. Yes. Just, you know, heightens my experience. I think marijuana and orgasms for women go hand in hand oftentimes. <sighs> Honestly, if you're listening, you have not smoked or had an edible and had sex. I highly recommend trying it. You may not like it, but recommend trying it. So last night, I was pretty high. And when I came, <laughs> it sounded like a mix of a roar <laughs> and giving birth. <laughs> I think those are kind of the same thing. And it was so loud. Get it together, Kelly. This is an audio experience. <laughs> this, this is great audio. Um, <laughs> and for the first time ever, you didn't laugh. And I you don't know if I was so- laughing or not. You don't know what I was thinking of back there. <laughs> what were you thinking? Just relief. That what? That I came? Yep. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Thank God you satisfied me. Yep. I felt, I felt, uh, needed 
and necessary. Even, I though, need even, though, it. even though I had a partner in crime over there. <laughs> Did. Yeah. Thank you, womanizer. So I do think this is important just to cover because when I was younger, I would have freaked the fuck out if that happened. And I would have thought I was gross and weird and something was wrong. And now I realize that I feel a lot more open energetically and in my body that I can release that type of experience. And it feels so good. It feels like you have a surface level orgasm that you go so many layers deeper and it feels like it's from a place you just can't describe. And I know other people have these experiences and if you haven't, there's nothing wrong. Fine. Um, but what I, what I just want to encourage is that no matter how you come, the sounds you make, the way your body moves, it's all natural. And I will say, I mean, Connor can't take anything seriously. So every time that happens, he is like giggling behind me. And then I start laughing and it's funny because it is funny because you think like our neighbors are going to call the cops or something. Well, that was when we hit the apartment and I'm really surprised they didn't call the cops. Yeah. I was actually concerned they didn't call the cops. Yeah. It was very loud. <laughs> and that's exactly what I would imagine like murdering someone to sound like. <laughs> Um, it, was very, that pussy. it was very inconsiderate of those that live near us. And I think they're welcome. I don't think they were cool with like two o'clock in the morning, you screaming into the floor. Like they were probably just like glad that you were dead because made so much noise. And they're like, thank God this bitch is out of here. I was about to fucking lose it. Please stab her in the face. What goes through your mind? And you can, I mean, past experiences. I don't know what it's been like when, with other partners. I never had sex with anyone coming. else. Yeah. Right. Um, what that's like as a guy, especially if you're, you've never slept with someone before, you don't know how they orgasm. Like what's that, what that's like for you? Like if it is like how I did last night or if it's quiet, you know what I mean? Oh, it's a full spectrum. Yeah. All, all, all styles are, uh, yeah, they're just, it's just, you just never know. Sometimes you can kind of tell by someone's personality. It's kind of fun to try to guess, but you never know. It's always a curveball. I really, it's, 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 it's usually surprising. Um, man, I'm trying to think, I don't know. It's always just like, it's like a fingerprint, you know, everybody's kind of got their own thing. Some people like try too hard, which is the only thing I'm kind of judgy of. I'm like, it's like a little bit like too. Like you're making it porny. Yeah. The porny stuff kind of like always makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Do I try too hard? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your mind. I don't think I try. I think I just <laughs> am. I'm just very into it naturally. Yes. Yeah. That seems, that seems to be the case, but no, I, I can't, it's hard to even like pinpoint like a thing. Well, first time I did that, what were you thinking? Uh, I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. It was just like, whoa, that was a lot. That was a lot. That's what I was thinking. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> that was, yeah. I didn't know if you were like, if it was a, that was like a thing that was going to happen all the time. I was a little concerned about that as well. I was like, is this going to be, cause this is like not subtle at all. <laughs> like I don't feel comfortable doing this anywhere where anyone's around, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But it seemed to, yeah, you seem to be able to, to moderate your volume levels appropriately for well, the situation. Yeah. I mean, I was quiet when we had sex last week. Yeah, I know. I was there. Put a pillow over your face if you're freaking out about it. Yeah. What? Over my face? I don't. Do no. Like if, if I, if you have to be quiet somewhere, so oftentimes I'll just put a pillow over my face so I can still make noise. Yeah, that's a good move. I don't like the idea of holding the noise within because then my orgasm is not as strong. I like need to release it. It's like if your orgasm stops halfway through it. Oh my God. It makes you so angry. That's how it feels. If you don't let it out fully, then it feels like you're. That's the way I used to break up with girls. 
is I would like right in the middle of the orgasm, just like be like, and I can't do this anymore. And then I would put my pants on and leave. Sounds like something you would do. Yep. I'm just like out. Sorry. And then, yeah, usually they took it pretty well. You're really stupid. <laughs> I like to leave people unsatisfied and confused. <laughs> this is my life, ladies and gentlemen. Wish me luck. Oh, God. Stop laughing at your own jokes, you stoner. Okay. All right, go so ahead. we're going to get in deeper into vaginas today. Oh, fantastic. So deep. <laughs> yes. Yay. But before we do, let's talk about our incredible sponsors who we love so much. I want to start with uh, BetterHelp because I literally just got off the phone with my therapist two hours ago and had the best conversation. Um, many people know my mom passed away recently and I hadn't been in therapy for a few months because things were going really well and I was busy and it just wasn't, you know, front of mind. And, um, I realized last week that I really needed support and I was super grateful that I could literally go onto a website and purchase, uh, I think you purchased a month at a time and just purchase that month for a really reasonable price and know that I would at least get or one-on-one sessions with my therapist and that I could message her, which I did immediately after I purchased it. I messaged her telling her what was going on and why I needed to talk. And she responded within minutes. And I just felt really supported. Um, And we talked about a lot of things that I haven't been able to talk to other people about. And that's what therapists are for. Yeah. And I think I've put a lot on you because you are my partner and you've been with me and you traveled with me and did everything together. But I didn't want to continue that um, because it's important to me that you're not my everything, right? And so that's why I also really believe wholeheartedly in therapy is because you can have someone who can be your go-to for things like this where you can process. And then I can come to you and say, hey, like, look at what I realized, which is what I did. And it was great. I didn't put the entire emotional process on you. Yeah. One, I think the messaging system is, is overlooked sometimes because it, you were able to like give her context on what was going on. That didn't, that didn't cut into the hour that you spent together. So mm-hmm. that's always really helpful too. Like I just really can't, because I think that's one thing that, that the messaging system is part of the part of the program. So you don't feel weird reaching out. Like if, if with the other, if you have a therapist and you're texting them or something like that, it may seem like an inconvenience and it's not, they're on their personal device and they're not working, whatever. Yeah. Um, which I know is a part of therapy, but with this messaging service, like it just seems like it's a part of, is a part of the, the, the therapeutic practice that they have. And it's just really seamless. I love that about it. Yeah. They do such a beautiful job. We're both huge fans of better help in so many ways. So if you guys want to try it out, you can go to betterhelp.com slash okay, babe, and you'll get 10% off your first month working with them. And again, we just love them. And I just believe a lot in therapy and being proactive about it. Yep. Good Want to talk about Ned, babe? Let's talk about CBD real quick. CBD. Why do you like them? Because uh, they don't put a bunch of silly bullshit up in their business. And then and, you put your silly bullshit. Oh my inside God. Can you stop with the sex puns no, or sorry. innuendos or whatever it is? <laughs> can we just read this and let people know about the fucking CBD so no. they can re- de- recruit? They want to recruit? They what are you, recruit, who are they recruiting? They can recruit their anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Reduce their anxiety and get better fucking sleep. Oh, and I am almost on my moon cycle as of a couple hours ago. And um, I use Tight. their natural cycles collection for all their, for all it's the very my aesthetically PMS pleasing. It's a very cute, like little set of bottles and like little containers that you could just set up on the counter and be like, it's a decoration, put some fucking sage by there. No one will know. No yeah, one will know. You could probably repurpose their little salve container too, which I love that, especially in my stomach when I'm having really bad cramps. Yeah, um, same. Yeah. But everything's non-toxic, no flavors. It's pure. It's from the earth. They are a company of integrity and 
That is the most important. If you thing take if you take net CBD, you're basically making sweet love to Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. They also have a limited release immunity blend that has botanicals, herbs, fungi, and they're Gotta all love about good herb. traditional medicine. Nothing so I like more than herb in my mouth. Um, we announced this on the last uh, episode, but I want to reiterate this. So if you go to helloned.com slash babe, you'll get 15% off your first order and free shipping. And now they have a subscription service. Oh, that's super helpful. So you can get 20% off. Um, if you use the code babe, dude, yes, babe, do it, dude. Yes. Babe, dude, yeah, do it. Get Ned. All right. Let's talk about the history of the vagina. So I went to Google. When was the vagina discovered? Okay. This is not your show. <laughs> According to the, uh, were terrible any, review were, we got earlier, were there any, there's were, one host, it's me and I'm awful. Yeah, I understand. Um, I wrote that review actually. Uh, I was like, God, this bitch is just, just quit talking. Uh, were there any indigenous peoples on the vagina before it was discovered that were forced out? Probably. <laughs> okay, so I want to make a distinction because I actually didn't know this until last year. You know who I think taught me this was April from Shameless Sex. Yeah, she's good at teaching people things about vaginas. So if you guys haven't thing. listened to the Shameless Sex podcast, go over there. We love those girls. Um, The vagina is the elastic muscular part of the female genital tract. And it extends from the vulva to the cervix. Okay, that's the vagina. The vulva is the outer part of the female reproductive system. So when what we've been calling our vagina our whole life, we really should be calling our vulva. Which I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But what else are you going to call it? The vulva. Yeah, but I mean... Does it really matter? Kind of. Why? I mean, anatomy, they're two different things. I mean, okay. Yeah. But like, that's like being like, well, kids that draw hearts on Valentine's aren't anatomically correct. It's like, well, it's, we all know what we're talking about. I think we should just all call them all pussies. I think pussy should be the official name. Yeah. I'm with you. Or yeah, there's all kinds of good words. Okay. So now that I just wanted to throw that out there and educate you in case you didn't know that. So are you reading my notes? I'm not supposed to be a surprise. Can't read that far away. I can barely even read as it is. in general. Okay, so here's the first thing. The female sexual passage did not have a medical term until the 1680s. Can you start a program called the female sexual passage? Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the female sexual passage. Vagina is is a Latin word, and it referred to a scabbard or sheath for a sword. Yeah. So they were always viewed as mysterious and even treacherous. Bits of anatomy. Treacherous. Treacherous. My vagina is treacherous. It's treacherous. Got that treacherous pussy going on. <laughs> so <laughs> this is so oh, weird. Jesus. So I don't really understand this, but they're basically saying the ancient Greeks, this physician, Aradius, believed that the uterus wandered about the female body like an animal within an animal, causing illness as it banged into the spleen or liver. This is the best part. He also believed that it was drawn to fragrant smells such that a physician could lure it back into place by presenting the vagina with pleasant scents. I need you to present my vagina with pleasant scents so my uterus will drop down. (laughs) Yes, as an offering in a basket, down on your knees. (laughs) Oh, you know what the funny thing is? Like we're like probably one degree of separation away from people that really do that. Like if you want to have sex with me, you have to give my vagina an offering of 
very nice fragrances. Oh, for sure. A lot of people that go to Soltara. People, everybody in Encinitas <laughs> is like that. Yeah. It's just, Uber it's an, like any At any moment in time, there is someone blessing someone's vagina in Encinitas. Why guaranteed. don't you bless mine? You kind of blessed it last night. I don't know. I don't, that, that's Speaking of things I couldn't take seriously, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like vaginas are cool and stuff, but I mean, come on. Not a deity. You've, you've had sex with super hippies, though. Never been like something like, have I? like that? I don't know. I'm guessing you have. I mean, I've kind seen of some of the girls really. you dated. What? They look kind of hippie-ish. Yeah, hippie-ish, but not like crunchy granolas necessarily. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I have, I, yes, I have had intercourse with super hippies before now that I think about it. Okay. And? Like that one woman, that one chick that, uh, that I had that threesome with her roommate and then she had, she like gave me a full on like Reiki session. Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so weird and awesome. <laughs> At three in the morning, I was like, Jesus Christ, what's happening? What does my life become? Oh, oh, fuck, man. That was weird. Um, Do you want to talk about... She has a baby now. Oh. Yeah. Very cute. Do you want to go now with her? No, I know. She's married, I think. Yeah. Sounds more enticing for you. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to talk about vaginas that have teeth? What? Vagina dentata. The vagina lined with teeth is featured in many cultures, including Russia, India, Samoa, New Zealand. New Zealand. And among Native Americans and Japan in their, mean, their like folklore, right? Yeah. So some traditions feature myths in which heroic men have to pull the teeth from women's vaginas before having sex with them. I'm into that ritual. Can we do that? Removing you know teeth those little from like, vaginas? You know those little like uh, those like cartoon teeth that like did it and you wind them up? Can we just like put one of those inside your vagina and just like wind it up and put it in there? So it's like. Sure. If you want. Eat your dick alive. No, I have no, to no, remove no, them. No. I have to remove the dentures no, from no. your vagina. <laughs> Golly, what a great ceremony. I'm excited about this. Yeah. Um, did you drink my whole, my whole water, Lou? Yes. What, can you Honor. keep to on fucking topic, For thousands please? of years, it was commonly believed that women and men's reproductive systems were essentially the same, but that women's were simply an inverted and therefore inferior versions of men. So they thought that vaginas were, had penises just up inside of them. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It, I can see that. It's basically that anyways. What? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Stupid. What? It is. Why it's like the inverted that? style. It's just like it's it's just built differently. It's completely different. No, it's almost it exactly the totally same. totally different. Your orgasm versus I my orgasm. I understand because you have more nerve endings because the penis is inside of you. <laughs> inverted. It's like a sock turned inside out inside of your body. I get like the clits, like a little penis. And then you have little vagina gnomes that like grab the sperm and they take it to the eggs. Yes. And they use a javelin to poke it in there. Ooh, that sounds really fun <laughs> and not painful this at all. This is what I learned in church, actually. Shut up. I'm just kidding. Oh, that vagina wouldn't surprise gnomes? me. <laughs> I know what kind of shit you learned in church. Um, What? It was just normal stand. It was like standard Jesus stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all kind of fucked well, that has, there's no, I mean, I don't think, I think, I think all the vagina gnomes actually died in the great flood. I think they didn't quite make it to Noah's boat. The menstrual flood. Yeah. So they had to act. God had to like do some rewiring of how people got pregnant. And that's what we have today. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, what, gonna, my, that's, what, my, get, that's what Mike Pence said. Anyways, I'm going to get to periods in a second. <laughs> so there, so did you know Columbus discovered the clit? Oh, wow. Great. Filled the ocean blue and did all that stuff. So in 1559, a guy, a different Columbus, not Christopher Columbus, um, who didn't discover anything, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Rinaldus Columbus uh, claimed to have discovered the clitoris. Again, I don't think you can discover something that is uh, 
I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure this bro wasn't the first one to find out there's a spot down there that feels exceptionally good. Okay. If you could guess, <laughs> I didn't actually Google this, but if you could guess, who do you think and when discovered the clit? Uh, Was it a man or a woman? And in what year? In what year? And then we'll Google it later. What? You know how long humans have been on this fucking planet? I know. Just guess. Year like, I don't know, <laughs> 500 million BC. What the fuck are we talking about here? Early hominids had clitorises and they probably fucking they? used it. Of course. that. Do you think it just like popped out on fucking homo sapiens? I don't know. Like evolution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Evolution. It didn't just start with us. It was like had to be. It had to be. It had, it's evolutionary biology. Like it had to exist b- before us and create a genetic advantage. And then. So monkeys had clits. Well, primates. You, yeah. But you can't say monkeys because that's, well, that's like really reductionist. Yeah. I like guess. early hominids. Of course. I mean, there's a reason why because. there's a reason why the dick is the shape it is. And we'll talk about that on the next episode. But, um, uh, well, there's lots of, okay. I don't know. I don't know why that, this. like why the clit is particularly there, but I know that there's like reasons. So you can that w- lick it. There's, yes. There's reasons that somebody started licking the clit and it became evolutionary that advantageous because women wouldn't sleep with men that didn't lick their clits. I'm just, I just made that up. Maybe oh, that happened though. Who you knows? sold that well. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Actually, it makes more sense than most QAnon theories. Um, so no, there's reasons that women can have multiple orgasms or theories to reasons why evolutionarily it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. and why. Yeah. So for them to have like a, let's see, let me, th- let me just ponder why the clip would be where it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's. Hmm. I feel like the reason the clit is there is because most men are pretty inferior at getting women off. This gives them the chance to work on themselves while a guy is doing his business. The clit was invented for masturbation? Yes. During intercourse. You just like when I touch myself. <laughs> well, maybe it's just a little bit biased. It's just what I think, Kelly. Get off my back about it. I would think it would be right there, though, because the penis is rubbing it. Yeah, kind of, but not really. And you got to think about how most primates have sex, and it's not the way that humans have sex. Interesting, right? It's weird. Yeah. We should look. It's that a good up. question. We should have a like. We'll what, have a. Fo- what kind we'll, of doctor will we need to have on? Um, an evolutionary biologist. That's a female. I'm gonna find one. Okay, that's gonna be cool. I'm very into that. Okay, so Pliny, in 77 to 79 AD, wrote that contact with the monthly flux of women turns new wine sour, <laughs> makes crops wither, kills grafts. Dries seeds in gardens, causes the fruit of trees to fall off, <laughs> dims the bright surface of mirrors, dulls the edge of steel and the gleam of ivory, kills bees, rusts iron and bronze, and causes a horrible smell to fill the air. I'm on board with the last one, but the rest of them, not so much. <laughs> what does he say? That's what periods do? Yeah, the monthly flux. That's what it causes. Oh, the monthly flux. Okay. It does. What is How does it? Baby, I'm going to say I'm on How does flux it kill now. grafts? What are grafts? I don't know what a graft is. I thought it was giraffes, and I was like, Jesus, that's a pretty strong period. That's a heavy flow. I'm going to fucking kill a goddamn giraffe with it. Um, I mean, but yeah, I think most of that stuff is probably true, though. What? I mean, if you bleed on your fu- on fucking ivory, it's going to dull it. If you bleed on steel, it's going to rust it's it. It's not going to make crops wither. They'll grow stronger because my blood is because of your heavy am- flow. Amazing. I mean, yeah, probably. You want to keep. You definitely want to keep. Yeah. Dims the bright surface of mirrors. Why are you putting blood all over the mirror? I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like when you look at yourself in the mirror because you're 
you're exuding your, uh, you know, your iron source. I don't know. You're exuding your essence of whatever, yes. like it puts you like in a little hut of, of shame and fog. So it dims in the mirrors. Wow. Yeah. Such a reach. Yeah, it is. But it is. I mean, auras are a thing. I saw that on somebody sent me on Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. So if you got that period aura, it's like a little fucking shame tent. You just carry it around with you. So I don't know who said this, but they called it, they called the period a severe, devastating periodic action. That's why it's called the period. Yeah. <laughs> the epithelium is torn away, leaving behind a ragged wreck of tissue, torn glands, ruptured vessels, jagged edges of stroma, and masses of blood corpsicles, corpsicles, which would seem hardly possible to heal satisfactorily without the aid of surgical treatment. Sew your pussy up so that you don't bleed everywhere. I don't know if that's what they're saying, but I, don't either, I just but... think that those fucking vagina gnomes are a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. So Sigmund Freud. Oh, he's yeah, he's great. So he argued this. I'm personally offended by this. If I'm being honest, most he people said, are pretty offended by Freud. Yeah. As children and adolescents, girls primary erotogenic zone is the clitoris. But when a girl goes through puberty, her sexual focus must transfer from the clitoris to the vagina. He argues that a woman only reaches maturity after making the shift and that clitoral orgasms are a sign of childish masculinity. So I am childish and masculine because I have only ever come. I'm sure that from my clit during Freud's time, childish, childish masculinity must have meant something else. Cause he's probably talking about some other theories of his that like wove into that. Like there's a, a womanizing that probably happens in maturity. That is would take you away but like boys and girls kind of look the same at a certain age uh-huh. so i'm just i'm just inferring from like his kind of shit that i know about him um yeah he also thinks that your entire sexual desire has to do with your fucking dad so i mean i get that though like it's gotta be it's linked i mean yeah i'm sure but it's not i don't think i don't know if it's the foundational deciding factor in your attraction in, in your attraction for you too it would be your dad no mom oh, oh okay um, so yeah, it, you can't, I don't, here's the thing about this stuff. This stuff was so long ago that like women didn't have a voice in science, even in yeah. Freud's day, which I don't know what year that was, but, um, it's kind of odd that men are like, Oh, I got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever they thought that like, um, orgasms were when they invented the vibrator because they were like a, from a form of hysteria mm-hmm. and it was like, I forget what they call it, but, um, like female hysteria basically. Like to, to need to have sex, like women being horny, men being horny was fine. You're like encouraged to have a mistress, but like women being horny was like, she's fucking crazy. You know, it's weird. It's super weird. It is so weird. But I mean, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. The last one in the 1920s and 30s, vaginal douches were used as a form of ineffective birth control because selling birth control was illegal. Companies like Lysol. Awesome sold douches under the cover that it was a hygiene product. Oh yeah. That was a thing. Um, they had, I showed you that ad, that Lysol ad that was oh, about like, right. I forgot about yeah, that. people used to douche with Lysol. Oh, for abortions and abortions as well. Yeah. Yeah. They would use it for abortions as well. Yeah. That was a really, cause it was like, um, especially if you were like a middle to upper class person that was not front of all, of course it was illegal as well. So it was like all mm-hmm. back alley shit that like was super sketchy, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, that's, it was fucking weird what people would get away with back then. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I just don't, I can't imagine a pussy smelling like Lysol. No, that sounds awful and painful. And also killing your, like, the killing, like, the good bacteria, bacteria. inside your body. Yeah. Um, it's funny that, like, the evolution of the word douche is fantastic. <laughs> 
Because like a douche isn't really a vaginal cleanser anymore. Like the predominant word of use of the word douche is, has nothing to do with vaginas, generally speaking. When I look up douche in the dictionary, your picture comes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, that was creepy. I don't know why I made yeah, that Yeah, that was weird. You're on one. What do you think? What do you think about vaginas, babe? Now that you know all this information, um, I don't really think it changes my stance on vaginas at all. I'm very pro vagina. Are you? Um, I'm pro, you know, vaginas touching each other, vaginas having their own, you know, religious freedom. Um, vaginas everywhere, and vagina rights. Vagina should have the right to vote. I believe. Um, they have teeth, so yeah, probably talking yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, I really believe that um, we should decrease military spending and, and put more resources into vaginas. I agree with that. Free birth control and yeah. Planned Parenthood. Oh yeah, well, actually, Planned Parenthood is uh, you know like a covert operation from the deep state. Oh, please to don't depop go. to de- please to de- don't to get de- into Q&A de- on this to show to depopulate the Earth. You, you know, you you had your time to record. <laughs> Everybody wants to know the truth. The truth about the globalists and Planned Parenthood. <laughs> anyway, oh, we hope you guys enjoyed this history lesson. I just, I had never looked into any of this before and I just thought it would be really interesting and yeah, funny. It's and an interesting way to know to, your body. Yeah. But you should explore on your own. Explore on Feel inside of your vulva into yep. your vagina. And always treat your pussy gnomes well. Yes. You need equal rights for pussy gnomes as well as pussies. I agree. Yeah, I want to keep talking about sex for just a second because we have an incredible new show to share Ooh, with everyone. Oh, damn. Eat, play, sex with our amazing friend, Dr. Kat Meyer. Kat has been on the show. She was on a couple months ago. Uh, we had a chance to talk to her when we were in LA. And honestly, this is one of the best shows out there when it comes to sex because Kat is an actual doctor and she does such a beautiful job of merging kind of this like practicality of relationships now and what it looks like and the spiritual side of things. And she talks about Tantra and open relationships and communication and sex parties. That was one of the best episodes of her show I've listened to. Is the <laughs> sex, one on parties? sex parties. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she really gets into what works, what doesn't. And she's really playful and fun. She is just, I don't know. She's like a ball of cute energy. Yeah. She's very seductive. Very seductive. She's got a very seductive vibe going. Mm-hmm. Which helps Um, if you're talking about sex. It does. So she hosts Eat, Play, Sex. She also has an incredible show that is so different. So we're super excited about this. It's called Erotically Wasted. And it's just five minutes. And it's a pause out of your busy life to reconnect with your wild and your erotic. So Kat goes really slowly through this. Um, It's almost like a meditation feel, but it has that erotic side of things. So she pleasures our ears with sweet and sultry poetic pleasures that really allow you to melt into your body and get in touch with your desire. And I just really appreciate that she's going there because I think she's really opening it up for so many people to feel into their bodies and their desires. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's nice though. That's a nice, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking about how many people that listen to that podcast and how many people have or masturbating to that podcast on the day. Are you jealous? Cause more people masturbate to cat than you. I don't think so. Have you heard my buttery voice? That's pretty buttery. People are probably jerking off right now. We should put the two of you on like a five meditation, five minute meditation together. And yeah. see What happens? <laughs> we'll have a competition. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, it's like ASMR for, for, for masturbation. Exactly. I'm into it. Sign me up. So, um, don't forget to check out, uh, eat, play sex and erotically wasted. You can head to Apple podcasts, 
in Apple Podcasts, I guess, while you're listening to this, you can scroll into the show notes and the link is there. But subscribe, leave her a review and uh, get that desire going with Kat. Boom. All right, babe. Is that all for today? That's it. Have we done it all? I think we did Now you know everything about vaginas. Mm -hmm. Next thing you can do is just get all up inside one. That's my advice. Explore. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Lewis and Clark that shit. Wow. Map it. Your homework is to get inside of a vagina and write a map of the inside. And then send us a picture. (laughs) Oh, Jesus H. Christ. This show is brought to you by Soulfire Productions.